This episode is brought to you by GoDaddy, where you can host whatever you want for just a dollar a month. How cheap is that, you ask? Well, we don't know. We just read the code they give us. You don't want just anyone hosting your website. What if it goes down the next time there's a hurricane? GoDaddy is not hampered by the laws of nature. Fuck the police. With these guys, you can get 99.9% uptime, lightning speeds, and rock-solid performance. And if $1 per month isn't affordable, you probably don't need a website, dude. But if you head to GoDaddy.com and use the discount code COMEDY12 to check that $1 per month privilege. Some limitations apply. See website for details. Hello, and welcome to the Comedy Button. My name is Anthony Gallegos. Joining me, as always, is Brian Altano. (laughs) Scott Bromley. What is going on, Internet? Ryan Scott. Nobody knows who that is. (laughs) (laughs) Good one. And Max Scoville. And if you're watching the video, wearing a really cool fucking It's covered in skeletons, which is my favorite animal. (laughs) So That's a good animal. Man is the most dangerous beast. Skeletons are the most dangerous bones. Anthony, so. I know, I know your troubles right now because I tried to host a show last week, and it's just like it's like letting the prisoners out in the prison yard for the first yeah, time in days. Basically, I need a sniper rifle yeah. that I can fucking shoot one of you with one time, and then you'll all be like, "Oh <laughs> shit, we all have to get on the ground for real." You, tr- you try to. So. That's why this, this show is like it's amazing for people who love this show. For but for anybody who's listening to the show for the first time, it's like, what the hell is this? And you'll, you'll never find out until the very end. When it's over, well, the call is always yeah. calling for, coming from inside the building. That's right. Well, hopefully, when I'm uh, back in San Francisco and recording locally with everyone, we can keep it a little more under control. Are you really even so. teasing that? You said yeah, when. I'm teasing it. He said when. It's a matter, he didn't say it if. is a matter. It is a matter of when, not if. When. Excellent. What are, what are we? So. Um, what's new? I don't know. How are you guys doing? Yeah, not We're, much. Everything's good over here. I, I started a temp job. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You, yeah, what's what are you doing? Front desk work? It's, no, I'm doing some I'm doing some game design work, but it's fun to be back in an office that's like full of uh, humans adults in a way, not animals. Like, this, like the place I worked previously was not very much like IGN, and so now I'm back to a place that feels very much like IGN in the sense that, but it's like IGN during the the we just bought we just moved into MySpace offices days, so there's like free cereal and shit like that. Oh right. So I am desperately trying to not get fat. That's my job. My job inside the job at my new studio is don't get fat. That's Come on, good. Because you guys knew me. When I was back in San Francisco, I mean, I would eat double dinner and stuff like that. And I don't want to ever go back to that because I don't want to be that sad mutant of a boy. Like, honestly, today, <laughs> at, the en- at the end of my first day today, the, the front desk person at my new job was like, hey, I forgot. Um, did I tell you I need a picture of you? I did some Google searching and I was like, no, no. no. <laughs> Because the first picture that comes up if you Google search my name is me in my underwear. Like, uh. Immediately. So So did she put that on your badge? I sure hope not. I, she, she hasn't found. She hasn't told me what she was going to use yet, but I was like, oh, God. God, so, I think that would but be But we the... do have uh, some Comedy Button fans t- where I work now, so shout out to that. Really? What? So, like, they were already there, or you, you yeah, like... Can... I've been... It's part like, of a too... long con they, they put together to get closer to you. No. Like, in the <laughs> elevator... When I first, when I interviewed at this place, someone came in and was like, oh shit. Are you, they're like, are you Anthony? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, why are you here? And I, then they were like, oh fuck. So they were totally stoked. So they're big fans. <laughs> so apparently, cool that's where people swear a lot in the elevator. I was going to say, oh, also, shit. holy fuck. fucking cock fuckers. Fucking shit dicks covered in motherfucking shit hell. Shit pussy helicopter cocks. I, was also- <laughs> I do swear a lot. God, I'm terrible about it. I do it like crazy. I don't even think about it. Fuck wieners. Good shit dicking dog dads. <laughs> Do you want to contribute to this uh, this dirty talk, Ryan? Yeah, I dare you to say one swear. 
I dare to swear. You got one? <laughs> swear to swear to a. Swear to me. Swear, and, no. swear, swear to me. Yeah. No. I, got, I got nothing. Wow, Ryan, what was the uh, what the heck? What about a bathroom word? <laughs> Boom. What the heck? Drop the mic. <laughs> what? What was the first swear you can remember saying in front of your parents? I don't. I don't swear in front of my parents. Oh wow! Goddamn right. You never have. I probably have, but not like I. I tried to. When be- I when I was ten, the cat scratched me, and I said I said fuck you to it, and my mom washed my mouth out with soap from the shower. <laughs> I called my mom an asshole once, and she like slapped me instinctively. Really? Yeah. She like she she only uh she only struck me twice, and once was when I called her an asshole, and she was I think it was just like this kind of like fuck you, just like you know upside the head. It's weird because now time I bit her, and then she she was what you bit her? Yeah, I bit my. Why mom. did you bite her? It's weird because I think how I, old were you when you did that? I was like that? probably like six or seven. I don't know. I was like, it was like me being a little shitty a shitty little kid. Uh, I remember one time I fell down the stairs though, and I like I hit the bot. I fucking slammed into a wall. Did your mom stairs. smack you? And I was just like fuck, and my mom's like, don't say that word. And I was like, "Well, that didn't have any effect." Clearly, I that, yeah, yeah, no, right? Like, wh- oh, she also didn't let me have Don't video. Don't crowdsource games. a show where you always say that word. Suck dicks, mom. <laughs> Suck it. I'm, I guess who plays video games and says cuss words all the time. You know what's funny, mom? Uh, Max, your mom definitely did suck some dicks. <laughs> So did yours, Brian. I know. Everybody's mom sucks some dicks. That's kind of funny to think about that. Because they really like when you're on Call of Duty and you say that somebody, you know, there's a little nugget of truth there. That really does cut to the core of a lot of people's insecurities. Because everybody's, most people's moms, I would say, sucked some dick. Yeah. That's a real fact. You can take that to the bank. I had a funny run in. Um, You were saying like, you don't, you don't swear in front of your parents. I was like, fuck, fuck that. I swear in front of, my best friend's in-laws. Ooh, like yeah. I, re- I, I was walking down the street and I ran into my one of my buddies from from high school. I just he was like I, I haven't seen him in a while, but I see him on the on the street and he's with his girlfriend. There's I forget if they're if engaged. Doesn't matter. But I walk up and he's got his hair. Like he started spiking his hair, kind of like mine. And I was like, Yo, that's some stupid fucking hairstyle you got there. And he sort of looks at me. And he's like, Oh, hey, what's going on? And he's like, Oh, and then, you know, hug his girlfriend. And then she's like, Max, this is my mom. And I'm just like. All right, and she's like, "Oh shit!" And she's like, "I was, I was, I was really surprised that someone would just come up on the street and just start making fun of someone's haircut like that. That's horrible. Making cusses. Yeah, <laughs> she's from Colorado, so I figure if they got legal weed, they could probably throwing say the shade, yeah. <laughs> spilling tea." <laughs> Uh, I like I forget a lot because I I mean I work in a cool office with a bunch of people who uh, who curse all the time and I come in I do this show and I go home and my wife's Italian so I can say whatever the fuck I want at home um, <laughs> mostly so I forget sometimes that this is like there there's got there should be an off there's, switch yeah but there really isn't because ninety nine percent of my life I I can say whatever I want all the time it's, See, it's I, really bad I worked in I worked in while working on this show after IGN worked in an <clears throat> office that was not. Decidedly not like IGN at all, mm-hmm. but I was in my own corner, like going, "Oh fuck all this bullshit! <laughs> it's a bunch of horse shit, <laughs> bunch of cum guzzling sluts. Fuck this shit! Yeah. What?" So why don't you work there anymore, Scott? Because <laughs> oh, I hated it. Oh, okay, <laughs> I, quit I just like the idea of like just going off in a corner by yourself and just being like, 
I did. I had a little. I'm I had like say a little gross and naughty words in a corner. He had a men's I swear like, house. I feel like in every in every job I've ever like had. That's my favorite. I even had I like that. even at IGN, I had like my own little swear cubby hole that I would go to, mm-hmm. and like, I had the the secret floor on IGN that was just filled with a bunch of old desks. Yeah, I guess we right. could, we could. I guess we could talk. We never really talked about this. No, we didn't. But there was a few months at IGN where Scott and I were trying to get a pilot called Bad News. It's on the. Set. Facebook page. It's on the Facebook page. It was the really? it was the yeah. pre pilot pilot to what up at noon went on. To it was become. to prove to everyone uh, because they said it could not be done a, ver- a live variety show with a live studio audience. Yeah, could not be done. And I was like, "Fuck you! It can be done." I, a monologue driven video game comedy show, which is like part of the reason I even moved out here to begin with. And I always wanted to do it, uh, but we. Like we didn't our our studio was different back then or things were just weird. Was this back the then. floor where the old podcast room was? No. Mm. No, yes. it was, like yeah, it was an abandoned floor with so, the yeah. ghosts. With with Cloud Crowd? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, Cloud <laughs> Crowd. So, so basically uh IGN used to be on three floors and uh the second floor or it was like two and a half floors. The second yeah. floor was basically the finance team, the uh, marketing, or whatever the fuck Actual it was. Games by, and then games by proper. The games by proper. And then there was one room in the corner where we did the old show. And it was like, you can see old videos. It's just very, this brick room. It's just, and we always laugh because it was like, it, we were doing a failed comedy show in front of a brick wall. Yeah. Which is the best way to do that. <laughs> um, but around the corner was all this studio space uh, that no one had rented out yet because this was, you know, three, four years ago. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't, uh, there weren't as many startup apps. There wasn't like, oh, token, we'll bring yep. you laundry quarters every time you're afraid of the ghosts outside. Um, so we decided to start building a set there. Well, the only reason we, f- I found out about it is on the first day we moved in, the VP took me down, downstairs. He's like, Look at all this spice you can do things yeah. with. Like, it's a big empty room. You can film any you're one of your Facebook weird videos down here. You have free reign. I was like, that was the worst thing to tell me because I'm yeah. going to take advantage of it. Yeah, everything so, I did was shot down. Were there. you like upset about moving? Was it like when when like the dad takes the new kid and he's like, "Oh, look, look at look at this new house we're moving to. Look at the backyard. It's so big. You can play out here." Yep. We'll put a tire swing up in that tree. <laughs> well, so we actually were you, the one thing I know for sure we shot down there was we did we did a Christmas video. We did a Christmas for video? IGN where we were we were Santa Claus's elves and we built all of the big name games that were coming out that year. And Scott and I had this idea of doing it in full elf costume. But like, so we were always laughing about like, oh, how do elves make video games? So we're like, oh, if they wanted to make Call of Duty, they they just take some body parts and some uh, <laughs> guns. Some guns. Did that they... ever come out? Yeah, we yeah. put it, we put it out. I remember but that. It's yeah. why that video looks different than anything we've 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 ever done because it's shot on this floor that doesn't we weren't allowed access to, but we still yeah. film there anyway. And Scott and I basically sat down there with like paint and spray paint and glue for like two months. We would sneak down there for like an hour. We a shot. Day. We shot. Street Fighter jet lag down there. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So we we would we would go down there and we'd shoot for like an hour a day. We build sets and we build <laughs> costumes. Nobody knew it. I'm, I mean, nobody I just, knew. I still work there, so I don't feel like I'm putting myself in any jeopardy. Whatever. It's Every, an, I thought so, the Street Fighter <laughs> jet lag thing was definitely filmed in the normal office. I didn't know. No, you guys I built were that off. office. Yeah, we built. Okay. We I built, built that uh, office in the corner of a of an empty office. I yeah. was like, hey, look at this weird tray uh, that you put a TV on. Just take this part off and net. Bam! Now it looks like a treadmill. Yeah. Yeah. Scott was. Scott did something else down there that we never actually put out, but um, 
where you built a, a fake hospital, hospital bed, fake hospital, and, and a he, fake cool uh, apartment. And then he teabagged me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you reshot that whole. Yeah, thing? we reshot yeah. that whole thing because they owned it. So, so uh, the the funny thing was, we spent all this time doing this Christmas video, and we trashed this place. Like, so at one point, <laughs> just completely trashed. At it. one point, we had a fake bottle of Jack Daniels, or a real bottle that we drank, and that we refilled with iced tea, <laughs> and we left the iced tea down oh, there God, for like that. two months, and we. We went home for Christmas break, and I remember this specifically because we went home for Christmas break, and I feel like that might have been – was that like the – week? The did I had just get dumped or was things still, still going, going well? Oh, no, no. You were – you got dumped on this show. So Oh, I got dumped on this no. show. All right. So that, that was right when the relationship started. It was like, yeah, this is great. Yeah. So I took a bunch of my ex-girlfriend's toys and like Christmas ornaments and basically just trashed them to build this set with scott yeah and we we bought all we expensed all this garbage like sprinkles and pixie dust and all this shit and by the time we left this place we left a bottle of jack daniels that was full of molded iced tea <laughs> it just turned green it just turned green and had a, a not no joke a one and a half inch thick like grass layer of mold that Ooh. had developed on top yeah. of it yeah and la- like ladies and gentlemen that's why you use prop alcohol because like we we decided to build that instead of just doing seven takes with a real bottle of Jack Daniels because yeah. I think there was a couple scenes where I just dra- I just held the bottle and drank the whole yeah. thing in one shot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was smoking fake cigarettes during it. All this, all this stuff. So we left. We left all this Christmas trash down there and <laughs> all this stardust all over the floor and this bottle of Jack Daniels with mold. And then we never came back. And a month later, they showed that to a new company. Some startup went in there like, oh, it's ship. We'll it's spelled with a Y. We'll mail your presents for you so you don't have to and they walked in there and it looked like a fucking murder haunted scene. christmas murder happened there like and no one explained it to anybody because some building manager had to come in and be like oh um i think billy bob thornton must have gotten here <laughs> no because no, it looked like it looked like a horror film was shot there because each room was different one is like a haunted office the yeah. other one's like a rundown hospital <laughs> did anyone ever like try to figure out what was going on no no that You're was like oh i don't know so at one part during <laughs> it, one time during the shoot it really fucked us up because we were in the middle of building a set and all of a sudden we came down there and scott was like what the fuck is that and i was like what and he pointed to one of the walls that led to the other side of the building was suddenly sealed up and they put an office in that side and we're like half our set is over there like they came in one day and they sealed up the walls and they just turned that side into an office so little by little startup companies were enclosing in on our studio space and our it's our like area a, it's like that part from brazil where the walls keep shoving yeah over and no just, it totally they kept like getting that. smaller and That's scott and i were down there man. just like what do we it was it was actually kind of amazing and it's why like i, I will always <laughs> respect the shit out of scott's work ethic uh because like it just working with you on shit like that it made no sense how we would go downstairs and we'd find a bunch of trash and chairs and old wooden boards and i'd go outside for a cigarette and I'd come back down and he'd be like sweating and he'd be like drinking a Mountain Dew and he'd be like, so I built the soundstage. I'm like, how the fuck did you do that? Out of chairs and like a, a part of a garbage can and all this other shit. It's just parts. Yeah. Just, it's, it's just parts. He just put it together. It, so yeah, it was, it was very amazing working down there. I don't know what they found by the time we left. It was probably a hell of a cleanup job. Some say that to this day, there's still Christmas glitter all over that floor. I bet there is. There's no you doubt. You can't about really that. get rid of glitter. It no. doesn't yeah. really. <laughs> you do you remember when I, <laughs> do you remember? 
<laughs> when uh there's there were holes in the floor all over the floor like they had holes where they could string electrical oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> there so was, there was a company underneath <laughs> us and there were these holes in the floor for lights and i was don't glitter in the hole on some dude's desk so oh it's my just God, raining God. glitter from above and then I just quickly put my foot over it so he'd look up and be like, what? There's nothing up there. What is happening? That's really, that's, what a like, sick thing to do to a It's man. like gaslighting somebody, but with glitter. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's Santa. That's yeah. why you don't work on the first floor. <laughs> yeah, I do a- miss that. I do miss that part of, of uh, that office. Hold on. I want to sure. say a quick spoiler. Uh, we shot our Kickstarter video down there. We did. Yeah, I was, I was, I was, I didn't bring it up because I was trying to determine if we wanted to, but the part where I was doing my back farts was the counter that was that floor's mailroom. I yeah. just went into that floor's oh, mailroom. I don't think and, we can get in trouble for that because to be fair, you did back farts on the cubicle desks at IGN during business hours. Yep. Like while yeah. the entire editorial team was standing around, you all of a sudden out of the corner of your ear would hear, Honestly, and you'd look over I, and you were you were right there ripping back. Farts. I like to think of myself as like a <laughs> a back as a little bit as a little bit of a muse and a uh, and a little bit of a court jester in a way. Like you know, I was like chubby and really sensitive to people's emotions. I talked to Steve about this at one point, our old boss at IGN, and uh, and I told him I was like, I feel like I just kind of can feel when people are in shitty moods, and so I just like I can't take it. So my response is to do something that's really embarrassing for me in hopes that it will change everyone's moods enough that I can continue to exist. And so in that case, for me, it was it was back farting. Or with you guys, it's dancing in my underwear or something just because it's it's just something that puts that gives everyone else something to focus on that's kind of stupid that makes me feel better because everyone else is now not fucking sitting at their desk scowling because that shit gets to me so much. So, so you so. just, you just did it for you is what, what you're saying. So thinking back on this, I, I feel like we're, we're like, we've been doing this for th- fucking <laughs> three years and we're already getting this, like this horrible, like 10th anniversary DVD special edition <laughs> mentality. Where we're like, yeah. oh, remember when Anthony made back farts, but like that was my first exposure to you, Anthony, like was a video of you doing back farts. What they were yeah. like, you're going to do a podcast with this guy. Uh, I mean, mostly, yeah. They were like, like yeah, I remember Scott. Okay. You were like, you were like, yeah, we're gonna promote, uh, we're gonna promote our Kickstarter. We should probably get on Rebel FM. Uh, you can meet Anthony. Then and that never happened. Uh, and so the first time I met you was when we recorded the first fucking episode of this show. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I mean, uh, oh, no, I met you before that. I don't think so. You can't see three feet in front of you. I don't think you remember that three years ago. Because <laughs> br- eyes and memories are the same thing. When I moved up to Seattle, I lost a bunch of weight. And it got to this point in my life where I lost enough weight that I remember at one point I had to take off my you shirt. You left your tits down, in San Francisco? And lay down on the floor because I was kind of worried that I could no longer back fart. Oh, but man. I want everyone to know I still got it. All right. So You still always will have <laughs> that power. putting out a Christmas album this, I heard this you're a, winter. I heard you're a liar and you're just doing real farts on the floor just to throw off the audience. <laughs> Dude, Brian, if I was one of those dudes that could suck air into my butt and fart on command... I would fucking. There are own guys that. who can do that. Yeah. Oh yeah, there are yes, guys. There yeah, are. they can do like three hundred farts a minute. Yeah, what there's the dudes fuck? that can throw their farts. Yeah, but they don't sound like good like cartoon farts. They're just like, <laughs> oh, that's so nasty. <laughs> All those and dudes have the Mappy Land high scores, but. <laughs> <laughs> so like, um, so here's here's the thing. Let's let's talk about farts for a minute because why the fuck wouldn't? <laughs> okay. We? Um, on board. So like a, a couple years ago, uh huh. I I like. Uh, like I'd fart in bed sometimes, you know, uh-huh. like not uh, like yeah, you're, you're dun- a human being. Continue. Dutch oven status during like, your sleep. 
I mean, like if I'm like close to sleep and I'm like, I have to fart and I'd be like, Brr. you know, okay. like that's cause it's like, I don't want to get up and go to the other room and fart. And then I, I do that and, and it fucking, it drove Jen fucking crazy. Like she hated it. It made her fucking, she's like, you're getting poop particles in the bed and she's not wrong. And I was just like, I never thought about it like that. Fine, no, I'll, she's I'll right. try not to fart in the bed, I guess, you know, and I like, I won't do it when she's there. And, I, and then she'd come in sometimes and I'd just be like, I'd have like just farted and she'd like get in the bed and I'd be like, she'd be like, did you fart? I'm like, no. And now I'm lying to you. So it makes everything worse, you know, <laughs> but at some point I basically just got in the habit of just not farting in bed and I like don't fart in my sleep. I don't think so. I get up in the morning and it sounds like that fucking that preacher you see in the beginning of 28 days later who's like but <laughs> i'm in the kitchen making a fucking smoothie and it's coming out of my ass but it was just a louis Not the smoothie, but the, yeah Honest, yeah it's like a fucking skrillex sound check it's horrible <laughs> we've, we've kind of talked about this before but one of the things that you know i've always been a big fan of is being able to fart in front of your significant other and i'll just say that for me i still like that you know in the You're morning you a big if I fan wake, of that if I wake you would up, like I'm next that to, on Facebook. If I wake up and I'm next to my, <laughs> Great. if I wake up, Ryan, and I'm next to my girlfriend, <laughs> and I love. Sometimes I'll wake up and I'll do a Max Scoville, and then in return I'll hear, I'll hear a callback. You know, it's like are a call you and serious? Response. Yes, and I'll be like, all right, we're both awake. That's wow. my confirmation that you're we're like, both you're awake. Like, you're like you're like whales. Words. Great, <laughs> or, or navy navy seals in the woods. Like one of these, like, the other one's like. <laughs> Yeah. It's not for everyone. I get it, but it's just, I find that it's one of those things. So the it's thing one is, of those like, things. It's one of those things that warms my heart. Yeah. I don't know. Warm, if it warms but, your heart, you might have uh, serious acid reflux problems. Um, <laughs> supposed to. I told the story where Stacy <laughs> farted in her sleep in front of my parents. <laughs> nope, never heard of that. That really happened? Yeah, that really happened. So we were we were at my house a couple of weeks ago, and she had it was like seven thirty, and we'd just eaten, but she had fallen asleep on my lap on the couch, and I'm like, well, I can't move now, and all my family we're all sitting on the couch watching TV, and then all of a sudden she just goes, <laughs> and I just went. <laughs> Seal's broken. <laughs> Game on. Here we go, baby. Oh god. And then I just farted. Oh, <laughs> right. So so I remember um it was it was like before Christmas break when I was when I was going to uh junior college in in Santa Rosa and uh my friend, my friend Ben is like, are we really doing like a fart story? This, podcast this, is, this, right is, this now? is amazing. This is one of those amazing, like <laughs> history of to, farts. How to fucking enter a room. And this is like right, right after finals. <laughs> and we're in like, I'm in like the school newspaper area. Like, and, and I'm, I'm like doing, I'm just hanging out or whatever. And he, he comes storming in. He like walks in and like throws his backpack down. And he's like, just did my math final. I finished it. I fell asleep, farted myself awake. I don't give a fuck. I'm transferring to Berkeley next semester. <laughs> and it just was like this, this amazing mix of like just intense, like raw embarrassment <laughs> and like rage and then not giving a fuck. So it was this, it was this, this transformation. And that's I, awesome. That's, that's gotta be so freeing. Yeah, though. No, like, that's a good, that's a good I'm, mix. Like, fuck it. Let them have it. You know, never seen those people again. Like they can, they can fucking tell that story. They can pass it on. Like, but one of my know. favorite things that happens in life is when, uh, when a, and th- this, 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 this type of, th- uh, this shows that something can have more class than something even as sophisticated as a human being. But sometimes a dog will fart and get up and walk away. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't fart themselves awake all the time. I love that because a dog, uh, yeah, a dog will be like, oh, fucking dude, I'm really sorry. And then he walks away and leaves. And I, th- I know people. I don't think he's sorry. I think he's like, just going, I know people in that. this room, Scott, who fart and just fucking wear it. Yeah. Just like, duh. 
Like it happens there so infrequently in this house that I just need to bask in it for oh, a little bit. Sure, sure. You you actually broadcast it, I yeah. think. But I've God. learned to I've learned to Scott's uh, like a Scott's like a Catholic mom. You know what I mean? Like she's like, Oh, I feel gassy and she has to like sprint her way to the bathroom to let it out as silent as she can, like run the sink while she does yep. it. Yeah. I mean I've gotten lazy now to the point in my bed where I'm just laying next to Stacy and I and I I will just spread my ass cheeks apart and go <laughs> All right, uh, like a nice little sound machine oh, to get you to go Christ. to sleep. <laughs> so, with the sound of Scott's butt in our ears, let's hit up. Let's hit up some questions. Uh, Please, this first one is, God. Speaking of farts, here's do you not some do not fart? Do you not nah. fart, Ryan? No. Yeah. No. No. Never. I can't even imagine what. I think yeah, Ryan's, I Ryan's farts will sound exactly like his voice. Uh, super hype. Ryan, Ryan told me something and today, and I'm going to say this, and I hope you're not embarrassed. Ryan keeps a spreadsheet to remind him to eat meals. Okay, that's okay. You, you're kind of describing that a little bit re- wrong. Your list of things to do says eat breakfast. At the top of my body, daily to-do list, I eat breakfast right at the top, so Ryan, I don't get engrossed in something and forget to eat breakfast. Because your body is so weird, it's it's just like a pipe maze, <laughs> that it doesn't go, hey man, let's let's get some breakfast. <laughs> I honestly, Wait. I should do that too. Like I'm, I'm. Bef- today, what I had to eat was I woke up, I had a, a fucking He's right there stupid ass like green healthy smoothie, That's and then breakfast. I had like eight coffees. I didn't have lunch. I had a, I had a cookie at a coffee shop, and then I had a God, Mountain Dew this- Slurpee while I was waiting for a punk record store <laughs> to open. Wow, right opened. up until that, Max, this sounded like some bullshit <laughs> L.A. diet until you added in the fucking slurpee. Yeah. Thanks for deflecting that, Max. The, like, what happened? Is there a mini Dude, moon? I've, that- I've honestly thought about making a schedule for my, like a, like a class schedule for myself because I'm so fucking stupid. Like, I, the things I do when I'm Four like, o'clock bong rips, five o'clock skateboarding. <laughs> <laughs> I have a daily to-do list. And at the top of it, it says eat breakfast because there are days when I'll just go sit down in front of my computer and get engrossed in whatever, like, urgent thing yeah, is there in my email. Totally. No, I'm with you there. Like so just, I have it right there. Hey, dumbass. You're married. Follow your heart. Have breakfast with your wife first. I, I do that sometimes. Sometimes make, I get make, up before her. Do you have coffee in the morning? I sometimes. Do you ever have Mountain Dew Slurpees? Coffee in the is uh, coffee no. does not agree with my stomach. Oh really? Yeah. You're going back to fart stories. <laughs> no coffee. Um, okay. Need some high quality earbuds that won't fall apart in the middle of your awesome radio show that you get on your iPod. Get some of Tweaked Audio's terrible, tangle-free, and very fashion-forward noise-reducing earbuds in a variety of colors and styles. They even come in microphoned and non-microphoned versions, so you can answer surprise telephone calls from your lady friend or your gentleman caller about why you're out so damned late. Or if you could please pick up some mucus from the local cow. Head over to tweakedaudio.com and use the discount code GEEKBOX to get 33% off of any order with free worldwide shipping, although I'm not sure if they will ship to the moon. Tweak audio, because it's better than whatever you're listening to this bullshit on already. So the first email we're going to peep out is for Ryan. And we kind of, it, awesome. at first I thought it was just a question about Suicide Squad in general, which I was like, yeah, ah, we kind of touched on that. But I'll talk I am about curious that. about this. Ryan... What is your relationship to the Suicide Squad? Like, what is it that you identify with this dumb thing so much? 
Like, I identify with Star Wars because it was a very important part of my childhood. It was something me and my brother had in common. I, I, you know, I grew up watching the movies, and then three new movies came out during my life. Like, it's something I kind of connected with throughout time. So why the Suicide Squad? Like, why does that why does that appeal to me? Basically, is yes. Okay. Why do can why I, do a bunch of misfit idiots? Can I actually jump in there? Just when did you? Because well. I, 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 I'm, I'm so used to Ryan not answering questions or answering them with five other questions. When did you first why get you into Suicide that? Squad? What was your first like jumping on point there? Um, they were heavily featured in a miniseries called Identity Crisis. Okay, that's where I I jumped on it. What? How old were you when you read that? That was like 2004. Really? Okay. It was, it was, I mean, I didn't get back into comics until I was an adult. Oh, really? Adult, okay. I say that with the biggest air quotes in the world. What? What were you? Huh? Really? I, I, you just strike me as someone who's like read a Superman comic at five and you're like, this is my life forever now. No, I was, I had comics as a kid, but I got, I wasn't really that into them. What were you into in high school then when you missed it? Just hacking? I was into like internets and IRC and, Hacking and video games and pipe bombs. You know. No, okay, not not anything actually murderous. No, Scott. Wait, when did you become an adult? <laughs> yeah, well, like I said, air quotes. <laughs> I don't know if that will ever happen. So how, no, how I don't think it should. Kid, though? What? How into comics were you as a kid? Like, did you have like a? Not very. No. Okay. Not no. I mean, I I didn't. I got back into them when I was probably when I was working at Walden Books. <laughs> <laughs> so. But um, but the Suicide Squad, yeah, they're a bunch of just like kind of D list misfits. That, they're like you know, an, they're like an A team kind of, you know. Kind of, yeah. yeah. It's that it's that same sort of like, you know, these that that same kind of thing. Yeah, that's like the comedy button, sort of. A bunch of just the talent, underdogs, a bunch of talentless shitbags sitting around. I thought you said Thunderdogs, and I was like, it's actually Thundercats. Common <laughs> <laughs> misconception. Um, so. Uh. <laughs> The next question is for Brian. Oh, fuck. And it comes from, I never got it, into the Suicide Squad. Stop asking. And it came <laughs> from Drew, though, and he said, he says, hey, That's hi, guys, I just recently watched the first two TMNT movies for the first time in years. It sounds like and a question says, for me. And he says, no, no, it's for Brian. He says, none of the normal people in the movies ever seem to care that there are turtles and ninjas and monsters roaming the city. People see them, make a comment, and move on with their lives. He says, Brian, is this how New Yorkers really act? Could there actually be mutants wrecking a lamppost and someone be like, well, they can find their own cab? Yeah, actually, I mean, <laughs> so, I mean, like, I, I don't think it's just New York. I think the same thing happens here in San Francisco. Yeah. Like, totally. Like, you, you get to a point where you just go, all right. it all. All right. Fuck it. Like, it doesn't matter anymore. And it's we actually because... have borderline monsters here. We do. Yeah, <laughs> we do. And it's, and it's weird because, uh, Rat King. We do. I mean, that's a whole city full of Rat Kings and Casey Joneses, basically. <laughs> or people who are Casey Joneses for weed. <laughs> it's, uh, I, yeah, it, it's kind of like that. I think if that happened, if that happened in the middle of America or something, people might be more perturbed by it. Because they would be like, why is that think, thing a different color than us? I think we even talked about this in our Ninja Turtles 2 commentary mm-hmm. where like, a scene happened where a turtle ran through some broad daylight scene. I can't remember that movie at all. But we were like, that man's world just changed yeah. forever. Yeah. <laughs> forever. Because that's where like he now he goes to years of therapy. And yeah. He's like, no, I swear to God I saw this turtle this one time. And if it was the first Turtles movie, then no one believed him. But at the second one, like they showed up at a nightclub, so it was obviously that that made the local rave papers. <laughs> they crashed through a wall and then the guy started rapping about them. He started he, rapping spontaneously with an entire song written yeah. and a backup and, crew. And no one was bothered. And choreographed 
dance moves to go with it. That was the most surprising thing about that entire scene, yeah. by the way. Was he fun. was like, aha, I've been waiting for 15 years to bust this one out. I've had it just in case. No, the most the most unrealistic thing about the teen, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is that they're teenagers that watch the news every day. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, I wonder what's going on in the world. Nobody does no, that anymore. No, nothing. People are like, Yo, top seven reasons Iggy Azalea has better hair than you. To be fair. How to eat a tofurkey. April O'Neil <laughs> is a very attractive news lady. In the right. second movie, not in the first. Sure. But they're watching it like they're wa- <laughs> like if if you know if there was a really a sexy news lady I'd probably watch it. I, I was I'm they'd sleeping. probably be like when are they going to bukkake her like yeah, in yeah. those films Jesus. I watch so, so the funny, women are funny. practically naked on Fox News and I can't fucking watch no, it exactly. I remember waking up on my friend's couch because they're like the clan had another victory today when I was like 19 <laughs> like, oh, and he's fuck. watching the fucking Food Network and he's watching Simply Italian with with like Giada oh yeah. yeah and I'm oh, just like why yeah. why are you watching the Food Network while I'm asleep next to you and he's like. No, you gotta watch this because it's. I swear to God, it's like it's like a shot by like porn directors and fucking Giada's like. Mm. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, all right. Stop and we just lighting. sat there watching fucking Giada, Giada Flada. Giada's show was like uh, if you had a really hot fourth grade teacher and you were convinced that if you stared at her her blouse long enough, you'd be able to maybe see a nipple peek through yeah. her her bra. That show, yeah, that show is just like. It's like it's like Max said. It's like sexualized in such a weird way that yeah. like, it's not even about the food. Whereas if you watch like the show that comes on around the same time, which is like Barefoot Contessa, where she's always cooking for like some sad man that's probably cheating on her, like the way she always talk- <laughs> she always just calls him. She always just she always just calls him by name, like Mark. Like oh, Mark's coming over. Blah 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 blah. He's been at business all day, and it's like I'm sure Mark has. So, so there's this show on the Cooking Network, and I'm totally gonna fuck this up. But uh, I've only seen it a few times, and it's it's only it's like those one or two times a year when like me and my wife happen to be home at the same time, and it's like a Tuesday morning. Like Food Network does things at night that we all know, but during the day they're just like it gets crazy. Like oh, who can build the tallest snickerdoodle? <laughs> fuck it, no one's looking. So they had this one show where this woman, I swear to God, she she's the like the wife of a senator, and someone will find this for me. But every the episodes I saw of her, she was always – it's because it, I have this fucked up problem where I think that TV during the day is shot at the exact time while I'm watching it. Right. So if something happens – that's why I, I used to think Mr. Wizard woke up at 5.30 in the morning. <laughs> I was like, what's he doing to these kids? Um, but this show is on at like 10.30 in the morning on random days on the Food Network, and this woman is constantly shoehorning the hardest alcohol into everything she cooks. Oh, I've seen this show. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. She's like this blonde woman, and she's, yeah, and she, she's just she kind of like – She's like, I saw up next, I'm making a bunk cake, and I'm just going to – Fill the fucking pan with rum and pour it down my twat. I don't give a fuck. Mm. Fuck the cops. Who's coming? And no, ain't nobody walking in this house till six o'clock tonight. And every, I don't give a flying every shit. Every episode, dick. she's making the food for her church group, and then yeah. she get piles into her giant truck with her yep. sixteen kids, yep. and then drops it off at a church and gets everyone drunk. Yep. Have you guys yeah. seen the, the the video of David Lynch uh, doing a recipe for um, quinoa? Uh, no. does, does it start with? Uh, it's, Are we doing the fast food commercial? Bit? No, 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 no. Healthier I'm, I'm, it's, it's, it's literally. It's, there's a video. It, it, David Lynch did this thing. It's, it's like a 20 minute video of him cooking quinoa, and it's shot in black and white. And he's like, "Hi, I want to tell you about one of my favorite things to eat. It's quinoa. First, you need to boil some water." And he boils a pot of water and he like sits down and smokes a cigarette and just talks for like 10 minutes while the fucking water's boiling. And like, I don't like David Lynch's <laughs> movies, but I fucking love the guy. And yeah. He's so fucking funny. Dude, David Lynch, 
is a genius. Yeah. If you've never seen Twin Peaks, you should go watch Twin Peaks. No, you I thought should. that show was fucking stupid. It is fucking incredible. Uh, David Lynch a couple years ago put out ringtones, and one of them was just him going, I like to kill deer. <laughs> I like to kill deer. He's a weird guy. I he's like a weird to guy. kill deer. See, I like, I love the guy. I think he's, I think he's awesome. Somebody, uh, somebody on Tumblr was like, Hey Max, are you going to do your hair like that when you're 60? And I was like, you totally I don't know. know. David Lynch pulls it off and I'm, I'm, I feel like that's, that, that actually makes me feel really like at ease, you know? Yeah, that's good. You have happy. a good path ahead of it. But I fucking hate his movies. Except for <laughs> the lesbian scene in Mulholland Drive. That's really very sexy. Oh, yeah. It's so weird to think that Mulholland Drive was a, was a pilot for ABC God, that man. they put. Was it really? Yeah. It no! Really you're doing it wrong! Yeah. You've gotta eat her pussy different! <laughs> <laughs> That movie's really Go on, up. get down in that muff real good. <laughs> I've seen that movie way too many times. This is a weird film. Pretend you saw a monster earlier in a diner parking lot. Yeah. Now get up in there. Three fingers. That's right. Good work. <laughs> I love your David Lynch. I want him to direct all sorts of things. That is so weird. <laughs> um. I would love to see David Lynch directing a school play like that. You're all adopted. Uh, Go home. <laughs> Work on it. <laughs> Work on it. <laughs> I don't even know where to go from that. I don't either. That's a weird, that's a dark hole. Who made these sets? Children? <laughs> <laughs> I will say, though, as, again, as someone who's been watching Twin Peaks where, where David Lynch makes a regular appearance, Max's impression is pretty uncanny. That's why I love so. it. Oh my god! His his bit on Louie was was just my favorite, and I I, I watched like the first I think he, he plays like a comedy coach on Louie, and it's it's amazing. <laughs> and I think I watched the first two episodes he's in, and then I was like, "Fuck, is that David Lynch?" Because I <laughs> didn't really know what he looked like, and then I looked up more shit of him, including the quinoa video, and he's just he's just wonderful. Yeah. Um, I think he, I think he might be like supremely autistic. Like <laughs> he's got a podcast where he reads the he reads the weather. I think like. <laughs> It's gonna be sunny. He's like he reads the weather report, like from like uh, from 1945, <laughs> from like newspapers or something. And he's like, mm, it's expected to be sunny today. <laughs> there might be some clouds later. <laughs> I bet All you right. that show does better downloads than this one. It That's the fucked does, up part. Yeah. Probably better well, it's downloads. Probably, it's, it's harder to get people to listen <laughs> to cleaner. something longer than the news. Higher quality downloads. Um. We got any other questions? Okay. Uh, did I answer that man's question about the Ninja Turtles? Kind of. <laughs> New York City? Yeah, I mean, it it, that's good enough for us. That's totally it. <laughs> right, I don't know how to All tell right. you this. We've been in this for like three years, but we don't we don't get in trouble if we don't answer their questions. I know, you're right. Shit. I'm always watching out for the comedy cops. Paul has an email, but it starts off, Brian, just give him, be patient for a second. He says, when I first came across Brian Alton on the internet, I did not find him to be funny at all. Oh, great. I mean, fortunately, fortunately, it was because he was tame on most things he does. However, after having, after having listened to the Comedy Button podcast and now subscribing to your Patreon, I'm glad Thank I found you. him at, at his comedic best. My question to you is, have you ever judged somebody not in their favor only to have that person turn out to be the complete opposite or someone you surprisingly liked, even after the initial. Oh, dislike. I'm sure we all have done that. Yeah, I mean, I, I've talked about this before, but the first time I heard Ryan Scott's voice, I started laughing. 
And now I have to hear it for hours a week. Well, now you still laugh. So oh, I still laugh. Um, First time I heard, I, I heard you on the phone, we, we were like, uh, it's these dumb bro dudes from New Jersey. No, I know that. Turn the site into a, a surf shop. I don't know how that works. Yeah, those good old New Jersey surf shops. Shut up. Catch the waves on the heroin, broken glass filled <laughs> oceans of New Jersey. Ever drive a drunk manta ray into the side of a dock? Yeah. <laughs> New Jersey. Um, I do this weird thing where I meet somebody. I don't, do this, I don't do this with everybody, but I meet somebody for the first time, and I go, wow, that guy's a fucking asshole. I would never hang out with that guy in real life. I have the same And then thing. I get to know them. And, and then I'm, you were like, Scott, let's start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, I had the opposite effect with Scott. I, I love Scott when I first met, met him. Then I disliked him after spending a lot of time with him. Yep. And now I love him more than ever. <laughs> it was opposite where I'm going with this. I, I've met people that I immediate gut reaction is to hate. <clears throat> or not hate, but just sort of be like, you're not part of somebody I would uh, associate with somebody I would consider a friend. And I get to know them a little long, a little more, and I get to know them a little better. And, and I'm like, you know what? I was wrong. That person's a really good person. And then like a year later, I'm like, nah, I was totally right. That dude's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> this happens a lot. Where Alex, It's like a cycle. Um, sometimes your gut reaction is right. I feel like that's – like a lot of people are like, go with your gut. And other people are like, don't judge a book by its cover. Like you should go with some – some a, a little bit of both of those things. Yeah. So I, I, I definitely do that sometimes. And that's okay. I mean if you do that with me and now you're a Patreon, then man, I fucking love you. Like you, you let us do our favorite thing we've ever done. So thank you. Yeah. But and you're you know, probably get... the first time I met you, I probably would have thought you were a piece of shit too. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that the people that I end up really becoming good friends with, I usually dislike them at the start, and it's usually because they're usually really funny, and I feel threatened by that. Because amongst some of my more nerdier friends, I'm funny. I'm like the funny guy. So then when I meet people that are way naturally more funny <coughs> than me, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to be funny around this person. But I get over that pretty quick. Obviously, or else I wouldn't be able to do this show. I saw so. I saw this guy on the way to work this morning, and he was like six foot tall, like perfect. He looked like a, a, a fucking the, one of the main characters from Dead Rising or something. He was just like perfectly yeah. built and chiseled. And he's on his phone, and it's like nine fifteen. He's just like talking to somebody. Buy, sell, buy. Yeah, and he's in gym clothes, but they look like the comfiest gym clothes. Like even when I buy a gym clothes, I have a problem with them. Like oh, this fucking this shitty thing is it hurts or this part it, it's too bad i hate these this thing. clothes are stabbing me and he's just like i'm gonna look handsome even in gym clothes and you could tell like he always just finished a run but it never made him sweat or anything he's always just like oh, i'm perfect i'm okay. i'm here to fuck what's up <laughs> um and i hate that guy i got angry just seeing that guy because i hate that guy because for mm -hmm. me it's like i like I, I like i'll have a smoothie for breakfast and a salad for lunch and i'll come here and i'll eat three slices of pizza and have a vodka soda and it's just like Bruh! it all falls apart and i hate that I, i'm not like i'm not obese but i've been i've struggled with that to some degree for most of my adult life you never had shredded ripped abs. No, I'll never. I, I've never had shredded ripped. <laughs> like I, that word fucking scares me too. People are always like, oh, "I'm so fucking cut." Come on down and shred the weight. Shred it. Shred Do you want to like, get shredded? Do you want to get ripped? And I'm like, Do you, you know what? I want cut because I hurt people for a living. That's in a storage locker. That's with what it sounds like. Weapons. I'm a people lawnmower that takes in body parts and spits out chisel. Welcome to the grinder. I'm like 
fuck you. I hate that shit. It's so gross yeah. to me. I, um, I actually have a friend who's uh, he's he's one of the he's he's a he's a member of the Destructoid community. He's this dude named Jake Harder, mm-hmm. which sounds like an action hero. I'm gonna, he's, or that's, a his, that's his Twitter porn handle. Porn actor. So he yeah. might be a porn actor. I don't know either way. But he is a he's a he's a bodybuilder, and he's a giant, just a giant fucking nerd. But you look at him and you're like, here's this incredibly tan, like in better shape than like 99.9% of people you see on a daily basis kind of guy. Yeah. I was at PAX with him. We're hanging out at the bar at that, like that, that nerdy game, game works, game works. Yeah. We're at the bar and somebody comes up and I think that they like, they said something really snarky to him and it was like, Oh, you like games or something? And he's like, yeah, I love games. And they started trying to do that thing, but he's a giant fucking like JRPG nerd, and he started just going off about how much he hated like some bullshit in fucking Persona or something. And watching this person's brain like leak out the side of their head, talking to this guy, I think he was wearing a fucking affliction shirt. Right. Like he looked like the biggest <laughs> douchebag. And he's a, he's a total sweetheart. Like he's wonderful. And he's just this, he, like he looks like a guy who would. Who would fuck the girl you have a crush on? Not even your girlfriend, but like the girl who's out of your league to begin with. Like he looks like the guy who would swoop in like a fucking vulture and just be like, wow, you know. Yeah. And watching him just like spout off like a bunch of like really hilarious nerdy shit was wonderful. And he was he was complaining to me one time that he he feels self conscious bringing girls home because he has a giant gaming PC. <laughs> and they're like, what's that? And he's like. Um, <laughs> um, that's where I watch my well, workout tapes. Well, we were, we were telling, it sounds like, it sounds like executive producer of the comedy button, Don Grote, who yeah. we was yeah. sat in the hangout. It's probably his couch is the only couch, uh, featuring a Metal Gear Solid poster that a woman ever had sex in. Yeah, if, from, if, you're, if, Kojima's, if, if you're not a Patreon backer, you're missing out once a month. We do these true. things called, uh, hangouts where we all get together. <laughs> right, oh, just said he whoa, wait a minute. Underneath the Metal Gear Solid poster. I don't even think. I think I own one. I just was trying to get a reaction. He made oh. a joke. You getting head under some Kojima Productions? Maybe. You've been inside a box or two. <laughs> Somebody snaked right. and solid. I will say the bottom line is that if you bring some, if you were to have some girl over and she judged you because you had a gaming PC, then fucking kick her to the curb. You don't need that. Don't actually kick. Do you believe that love can bloom on the battlefield or all over a lady's tits? Did your exclamation mark go off in her box? Jesus. Um, I already did what that. Did, did you let out your liquid arm. snake? Did you get to her sneak point? Did you have sex with her? <laughs> with some fucking stuff? <laughs> Maybe some we dicks and some parts. Talk about that. Talk about this. Give us another um, question. Shout out to Don Grote. Yeah, Don Grote. Sorry, I didn't make it. Comedy button CEO. Out. He's our bouncer too. That man was drinking an entire barrel of water on camera. Uh, this That's weekend. what fucking people do, Ryan. Huh? That's what healthy people do. No. That's what, that's what muscle men do. See, what he did, Ryan, was at the start of the day, he wrote a list of things to do, and one of them was drink water. <laughs> Cause a drought. <laughs> Good idea. Go to the bathroom, use the loofah, wash An- the teeth. Anthony, give us one more question. Okay. And wrap us up. One more. I'm tired of these people. I'm tired of all these, all these Star okay. Wars. So much Dylan, haters. Dylan writes in, and Hi, he Dylan. says, uh, I wanted your advice in a rather unique situation. I was very fortunate my dad got me a new car, so I'm selling my old one. My living and school is all paid for, and I already had some savings. So he says, it's reasonable to say I'll have $3,000 to spend myself. I want to go on a vacation, but since I'm only 21, none of my friends can afford to go on a vacation like I can. I'm single, so there's no girlfriend for me to take along, and I think it would be uncomfortable for both me and a friend if I paid for them. 
He says, is it weird for me to travel on my own? Nope, That's travel. Question. travel Do it, baby Anthony. You did that shit. You loved it. That changed you. That turned you into the man you are today. I feel like it's a big, it can be a big confidence booster. If for nothing else, then you would learn one major adult skill that I feel like a lot of people don't take the time to learn. Which Banging is, some strange on a weird island. That's what you did. It, that's not what I was going to say, Brian. I was going to say learning to be did alone Did you not do that? Learning you, can also, to be, you can also sit on learning, it, you know? <laughs> learning, <laughs> yeah, gotcha. Face turning as red as red. Crossfire, you get caught in the... I think that there, the more important lesson to learn is just to... You know, to learn to be alone by yourself and and do things with, sure. your, with and for but, yourself that is is good. Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. I think the treat yourself approach is great, but like, if you got three grand and you're 21, maybe sit on that. Like, turn it into five grand when you're when you're 25 and you got friends who do have some money to throw around. No, I then you turn into me. I say, if you're 21 with three grand with a cool American accent, go to Europe. Yeah. I think you should you should pay off my car. That. Don't yeah. don't don't have a car payment. Take it from Scott, who's never been to yeah. Europe. <laughs> yeah, no, but it, take it from Scott, who also was that person who saved and was like, "Well, it'll turn into this, and yeah. then it could turn into this, and yeah, then it could me, turn yeah, into I mean, this." I've always I think it it can be fun to do fun things with money, but I just think that traveling alone can be super fun, and you can learn a lot about yourself and gain new confidence and. You might find yeah. a new part of your body that you never came on. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of parts for me of that trip that I enjoyed the most were like meeting up with the uh, Antonio, this comedy button fan, and going on adventures and and just talking to random people in a restaurant because I'm eating by myself. You know, just stuff like that. Like I think learning how to function by yourself with no one you can rely on is a cool skill to have. So that's right. Go see um, the world while you still can, even if your dumb friends won't see it with you. Yeah, but you can do that. I mean, yeah. You, no, can do you that never for, go anywhere for less than Shut three up. grand, you know. I just I feel like that's such a so 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 do it so, so do you, it so take a thousand a thousand yeah. then leave yeah, two thousand that, behind. That's a really good. Do you yeah. want to sure. find ways to go? Let me. I, I've said this in the show Spain. before. This is what you do: go to the Dominican Republic. It, for two hundred and twenty-five dollars, you will get a wristband that you can wear for seven days, which will let you eat and drink all you want into excess and oblivion round the clock. All you need to do is find a cheap ass donkey flight to get you there and a piece of shit hotel to stay at. My point though is just travel and don't travel because you want to hook up with someone or something like that. Just hook up, just go because you want to do something good for yourself. And yeah. Hook you up with some, yourself. And if, and if you meet someone nice, jerk off all cool. over the world for all you know is that you might end up, you know, meeting someone like I've had friends who've traveled abroad and, and ended up meeting like long term girlfriends and wives. And like I'm not saying again, don't say that is your goal, but who knows what will happen? That's the whole point. Who knows what will happen? I can tell so you what won't happen if you don't go anywhere. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing, Nothing happens ha- when you go nowhere. Exactly. <laughs> so go do it. The comedy button. I like the mental um, gymnastics Max did. <laughs> we're gonna wrap this up though, but you can send me your letters to podcast at comedybutton.com. Remember to check. Remember to check out our uh, Facebook group. It's facebook.com slash group slash the comedy button. Also remember to check us out on Twitter. I'm at Chuff Money. Brian's at Agent Bizzle. Scott is at Scott underscore Bromley. Ryan is at Rydog. And Max is at Mexicoville. That's right. Uh, remember to go follow, you know, hit up our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash comedy button. You, you can That's still right, give us yeah. money, get in extra episodes, get in our Google Hangout chats. 
Wait, All that good uh, shit. Is there a sale going on today? Yes, it's Black uh, Friday today. Today is Black Friday. <laughs> and that means all sorts of sales, 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 sales happening at the comedy button dot 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 com. Buy clothes, buy posters, buy everything in our store except the We didn't write anything for this. No, no. Everything in our store except for the uh Star Wars commentary. <laughs> the thing you actually want. The, th- the, 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 the that we actually <laughs> put out today. It's 2 bucks. It's really it's fucking good. Yeah, it's really good. It's I'm I want to listen. I like I've never wanted to rewatch one of our commentaries, but I'm actually excited about yeah, this one. Yeah, it's it's yeah. Home Alone 2 level good, possibly better. But all of our merchandise is on sale in the comedy box. 15% off. 15% off of everything. We put up are, are we putting up new merchandise? merchandise Maybe we are. Maybe we're, maybe we're bringing back some old ass favorites for you, baby. Spend money yeah. and go to sales, and we're all dying slowly on Earth. The Yonky right. Dong shirt is back. There's also new shirts uh, that are up there premiering today on right. sale. And so one here. one final note: we yeah. are, uh, if it hasn't happened already, we are debuting Max Scoville's new Patreon funded show. So good, Teen Zone, which I just watched the first episode of tonight, and I actually walked into the bathroom crying with tears in my eyes. I was laughing so hard. Very excellent That's work. Very funny. One, one of it, it joins the new lineup of our new comedy button shows, uh, such as Nightmare Fuel and soon. Cooking with Ryan Scott, which will be a one-off special, and many more to come after that. So keep supplying and donating to our Patreon and watch magic happen. Reminder that Patreon episodes are for everybody, uh, although only Patreon people can make them happen to begin with. Yes. So good night. All right. Come all over the world. Thank you for listening, everyone. We love you. Go out there and try and be fucking good people. Try. We love you. Fart. Come all over the world. (laughs) Reach Suicide Squad. Thank you. 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 Okay. And as we are entering the end of our time together, I'd like everybody to get down on your tummies like babies. Don't don't hurt yourself. And take a deep deep breath as we together thank Howard. What special dude? Martin Skorstad, Doug Golubsky. What a good, good, good guy he is. Roll over on your backs and breathe deeply and thank Keegan Bailey, Paul Turner, Kyle Greer. Now put one of your legs up your ass. Survival is, is something you do with your hands. And thank James Rupiper, Kean Baston, Patrick Sutherland, Andrew Kerr. You take the wet face of a salamander and you put him inside of a jar and you shake until you can't breathe. If there's sweat near you, it's probably poisonous, so just roll around a lot until you're dusty and dry. All the woods are dangerous. Now thank Andrew Austin, Matthew Lancaster, Corey, Lucy. I'm not sure if that's one person or six. Find the bear and make the same shadow as him so he thinks you're his wife. Yeah. Next, we're going to thank Daniel McClellan, Andreas, Eastmark, Patrick Panknan. Again, I'm not sure how many parents that animal has. If you are lost and you want to find the north, you just eat, eat a bag of leaves. Okay. Now, there's a guy installing wind chimes outside, and he's muttering a lot, but I want you to ignore him and flip over. We've got a few more minutes left here. We're going to thank Daniel Bishop, Callum Barber, Kaylee Cameron, Cody Potter, Jesse Leva. When the night comes and you want to hide from the dark, (laughs) 
thick piece of moss and make sunglass. He's become violent and really threatening, but I want all of you to lie there and roll over into a perfect, perfect sphere. And I'd like to thank Adam Hogseth, Rodrigo Ribeiro. <laughs> I hate myself. When you, when you get lost, you lay in the base of the river. Look to the moon and bite your arm until the wolf call. That's true. Thank you, Ryan Holloman. All right, everybody, back here next Wednesday for more bending and stretching with Serene Yoga. The Comedy Button is executive produced by Tyler Westhouse, Nero Gonzalez, Phil Harding, Brent Allen, Adam Bond, Marcus, Keith Pushkick, Dale Mukahi, Brandon Koobs, Jamie Gordon, Gorkum Gudik, Kyle Leyland, Kelly, J.P. Halpin, Zachary Smith, Ashish Thomas, Don Grote, and Philip Harris. Ah!